to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Just got back from a Tread Tabata class. It is one heck of a way to wake up, I tell you what. It's really difficult to get up out of bed, especially when you have a new cute cat that is very curious on what you're up to. And all you want to do is just lay in bed and cuddle with it. And it purrs and it purrs and it's so cute. I don't know how pet owners have done it. I mean, I haven't had a pet myself ever. This is the first time. I don't know how you guys do it. How do you get up out of bed on time (laughs) when you have this adorable animal that's like, no, just stay for five more minutes. makes it a little bit more difficult. But I did get up out of bed on time, rush myself over to Tread Tabata. And what a great, awesome workout. Um, I love all the different class times. Obviously, it's very fitting with my schedule. Um, But what is cool, too, is they've started this new redefine class. I have yet to try it. Um, It's kind of a mix between yoga and Pilates. It's no weights. um, It's low impact. It's with a a warmer room, too. They turn up the temperature. I'm very intrigued, so I'll have to try that sometime this month. But if you ever want to come try it with me, just let me know. Uh, Your first class is always free at Tread Tabata, too. That's that's always a fun fact. Really looking forward to today. It's Wednesday, after all. Um, It was cute, too. I called my nephew last night. He turned five, Jack, and he showed me all the different Avengers toys and gear and um, shirts and blankets that he got. He had the world's best superhero um, birthday yesterday. It was really good to see him. Your daily news beats next, plus a check of that forecast. Good morning. Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Redmond City Councilor John Bullock has stepped down. Central Oregon Daily News reports he announced his resignation in a letter presented to council last night, saying other priorities are taking more of his time and he's not able to dedicate the time needed to the city. Bullock was appointed to the city council in 2017 and was elected to his seat the following year. The term was due to expire in 2022. Also, more pile burning is planned for South of Bend today. Weather permitting, crews will begin around 10.30 this morning across 44 acres between the Lava Lands Visitor Center and Sun River. The operation is on both sides of Highway 97 and smoke and flames may be visible to drivers in the area. Piles could smolder for several days after ignition. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is getting to about 50 degrees, mostly cloudy skies, not expecting rain until later this evening, about four o'clock this evening, at least in Bend. Sun River, you guys might see rain a little sooner than that. I mean, not Sun River, excuse me, Sisters. Sisters, you guys might even see some snow this morning. I'd love to, if if it starts snowing, give me a call, would you? I'd love to know about it. (laughs) I can only predict so much. Overnight tonight, looks like 30 degrees, and uh, tomorrow, 60 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. Currently in Bend, it is 34, 34 in Prineville, and 27 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Sun River Resort's New Year Round Cove Aquatic Center. Stay in Splash in Sun River for just $129. Central Oregon locals only. Availability is limited, so call Sun River today. Coming up next, details on the U.S. border being open for the first time in more than 18 months to international travelers from 33 countries. I'll tell you all about it coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. So the travel ban has been lifted. U.S. borders are now open for the first time in more than 18 months to international travelers from 33 countries. 
as long as they are fully vaccinated and can show proof of a negative COVID test. So they have to have both. Now, airports are expecting a surge of arriving flights from Europe, China and South America, as well as ground traffic across the Canadian and Mexican borders. The travel ban is being lifted as the U.S. sees the number of COVID infections infections dropping since the Delta surge over the summer. So that's good news. Now, the idea is, right, is that as long as everyone coming in is vaccinated, they're good to go. Um, air travelers need to upload proof of vaccine when purchasing tickets. So that's something to keep in mind if you have somebody coming to visit you from Europe, let's say. Um, travelers from Canada and Mexico have to show their vaccine cards, but do not need to have a negative test. So if you're doing some ground travel, um, but this is definitely going to make, I think, for a much busier holiday travel season. Cannot wait to chat with you about the sexiest man alive. People's sexiest man alive has been named. If you want to Google it right now, go ahead. But I'm looking forward to chatting with you right around uh, 730 about it. Also, let's chat about um, the styles that are coming back in style. Just chatting with my niece who's about to be 14 in a few days. And uh, the fact that her closet is like Y2K. It's like the early 2000s. Um, It's so bonkers to me because it reminds me of when I was her age. So it's crazy how styles come around, but there are definitely things that I'm like, oh, Ava, you don't need to bring that back in style. Can we just leave that one? <laughs> that one didn't work so well before, but you can't really stop these teenagers. You know what I mean. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend, Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. A bend man was unhurt but faces charges after he tried driving over railroad tracks and was hit by a train. According to the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office, Mark Miltimore told deputies he wasn't paying attention and didn't realize a train was coming. His car was hit on an unimproved road in the Juniper Acres area. The collision caused serious damage to the front of the car, but no one was hurt. Miltimore was cited for driving with a suspended license and without insurance, as well as reckless driving. Also, Google plans to build two new data centers in Oregon. Uh, The Dow's just approved a $28 million agreement with the tech giant. It gives the company groundwater rights in the area. Officials have not yet disclosed the amount of water needed to cool the data centers. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be right around 50 degrees. Looks like partly cloudy skies this morning, turns into kind of mostly cloudy, and then even a chance of rain this evening, right around when our sun is setting at 4.45. Our overnight lows tonight going to be right around 30 degrees. Currently in Bend, 34, 34 in Prineville, and 28 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Sun River Resort's New Year Round Cove Aquatic Center. Stay in Splash and Sun River for just $129. Central Oregon locals only. Availability is limited, so call Sun River today. Coming up next, People has announced their sexiest man alive, and I'm so excited for him. I can't wait to share it with you. Coming up next. Stephen Colbert was the talk show host last night that got the exclusive rights to announce this year's Sexiest Man Alive, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive 2021. Here is the beginning of his monologue. It's just so good not to share. As I've been talking about the last couple of days, right now there is one major question on absolutely everyone's minds. Who will be People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2021? 
In these divided times, it's the last thing that all Americans care about. So, of course, there's been rampant speculation in these sexiness markets. On Thursday, the New York Post reported that the title would go to Chris Evans. Simultaneously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson claimed that it was his, saying he is always going to be the sexiest man alive. Which, of course, raises the question, will these two have to fight for the title? And if so, will they get all sweaty and kind of wrestle? That might be sexy. So all the speculation now has come to a head as as the monologue continues. And trust me, I will put this to our Facebook page. You got to go watch it. It's so good. Um, Basically, Stephen Colbert is uh, he transitions and says that, you know, he went through a lot of of interviewing and a vigorous process to figure out who was going to be this year's sexiest man alive. And let's look at how those interview processes went. Then he was sitting behind the desk at an office setting and and the sexiest man alive walks in the door and they go through this very funny interview process. You have to watch that. I promise it's going to make your morning. But without further ado, drum roll, please. Paul Rudd is this year's sexiest man alive. That's right. The 52-year-old actor Paul Rudd, he has starred in some serious classic movies like Clueless. I mean, it's not a serious classic movie. It's just classic You know what I'm saying. Clueless. Also, Ron Burgundy, of course, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, um, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. He is so funny, so charming, and has obviously a fantastic sense of humor. I I tell you, if you don't think he's sexy right off the top of your head right now, watch this video that I will post on our Facebook page of Stephen Colbert interviewing him for it, and he is so funny. Samantha was just in here last week, and we were talking about how humor really goes a long way. Not to say he's not attractive. He is very attractive. But um, it's uh, it's very, very fun to watch. And I couldn't be happier for him. He turns out Paul Rudd says he feels uncertain that he deserves the title. Um, He says, quote, this is not false humility. There are so many people that should get this before me. My wife was stupefied and some giggling and after some giggling and shock. She was very sweet about it, though. Well, of course, she's married to the sexiest man alive. And congratulations to Paul Rudd. Now, please go to the Facebook and watch that video I'm talking about. It's so good. I really hope that you went to uh, Facebook at 1077 The Beat and watched that Paul Rudd, Sexiest Man Alive um, video. Stephen Colbert, he absolutely crushed it. I just have never really known Stephen Colbert to be like the funniest man. And I don't even know how Stephen Colbert and Paul Rudd got through that video. Like, it's, I have no idea. They had to have cracked so many times. If there was a blooper reel to creating those videos, I would die. I would love to see those. So if you need more distraction getting to work this morning, definitely go to our Facebook page. Um, And if that doesn't do it for you, then stick around for the fact that we're talking about styles coming and going. Like, because my niece, who's uh, turning 14 at the end of this week, um, she sent me a list of, you know, Items from Shein or Sheen, however you say it, um, and Amazon clothing items and um, these cool accessories that I'm like, this is so early 2000, maybe even late 1990s, like 1999. Um, And some of these styles, I just want to be like, Ava, it's okay. We don't need to try and bring these back. We don't need to. But hard to tell a soon to be 14 year old that. But we're talking about these styles that we think that just shouldn't come back uh, coming up next.
All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Let's talk about those styles that are making a comeback that just shouldn't, right? My niece, who's uh, turning 14 at the end of this week, I, I got her on the phone last night just to double check. She wanted some of these items that she sent me from that website, Shein or Sheen, I don't know, um, and Amazon. She sent me links to clothing which I'm all about it. Absolutely love to uh, get her some clothing for a birthday present. It makes it really easy that she just sends me what she wants. But as I'm opening these things up, I mean, it's like every other one is a bucket hat. And then she has a really baggy um, like sweater that's big chunk stripes of like cream and brown um, that's horizontal striped. And then these jeans, these really, really baggy jeans or these like cargo pants that are really baggy, high-waisted, really baggy. And then these huge chunky black like combat boot heels, not heels, but you know, they're a boot and they're huge and they're chunky and they're like a platform practically. Everything about it screams like Gwen Stefani, no doubt, of like 1998. And so I called her and I'm like, so are all the kids really wearing all of this? And she's like, yeah, you know, some people are wearing kind of more crop tops. And I'm like, excuse me, crop tops? Then she talks about how, you know, girls get in trouble at school because they come wearing a crop top underneath their sweatshirt, then they take their sweatshirt off. And I'm like, I'm sorry, crop tops are making a comeback? Say it ain't so. And then she talks about how um, low-waisted jeans are making a comeback too. Uh, And I said, no, 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 Christina Aguilera doesn't even want those to come back. Britney Spears, same thing. No, just kidding. Britney wants those to come back. Have you seen her videos on Instagram and those little tiny shorts with those low waist? Anyway, they rock it. That's great. But ultimately for the general public, not as exciting uh, for the not as excited for those uh, low waist pants. But even on um, BuzzFeed yesterday, I'm scrolling through and sure enough, there's an article about how styles come and go. And it seems lots of women are ready for these styles to leave high heels because they're miserable and dangerous, or fake pockets in pants, skirts, and dresses. I mean, us ladies love dr- love dresses with pockets, especially if they're kind of hidden and you don't even know they're there. Also, the uh, pointy-toed shoes because no one's foot is shaped like that. Another one I really enjoyed from BuzzFeed, it says the cold shoulder tops, those ones that have the cut out shoulders. That's in the like 2010 era. I don't know if those will make a comeback Definitely not now, right? We're in the late late 90s and early 2000s, especially talking to my very trendy niece who's going to be 14. Here's the 19-year-old from New Jersey, Neza Barrett. Uh, she got her popularity on TikTok. Go figure. That's her latest. I hope you're miserable until you're dead. Happy Wednesday. It's November 10th. Looking forward to this hour. We're talking about how robots ooh, are, are getting so smart they might be our future reporters. Also, uh, be driving, you know, some trucks for us. Some driverless trucks are being tested um, at the Walmart facilities, which is bonkers, but also not too far out of reach. Also, um, I thought I hated spiders. This story coming up around 845 is uh, about a man who clearly hated spiders so much that he he went to great lengths to get rid of them. The only trouble is, is that he completely burnt down his mother's house. So <laughs> luckily, I've never done that. Uh, but before we dive into those topics and uh, hit your daily news beat and your weather next, um, driver Daniel, he's 27. This is his latest 
called Alone. But before we get there, I want to play a little snippet from 1999 from Alice DJ. Uh, Clearly, Trevor Daniel thought this song was pretty fantastic and wanted to feature it in his latest song. So here's a little bit from 1999. you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Redmond City Councilor John Bullock has stepped down. Central Oregon Daily News reports he announced his resignation in a letter presented to council last night, saying other priorities are taking more of his time and he's not able to dedicate the time needed to the city. Bullock was appointed to city council in 2017 and was elected to his seat the following year. His term will, was due to expire in 2022. Also, Oregon State University has set a record for enrollment. 34,018 students were enrolled at all of OSU's campuses, a 2% increase over last year. The Bend campus enrolls 1,247 students, including 1,000 undergraduate and 200 graduate students. OSU is the largest university in the state for the eighth consecutive year. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be right around 50 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies this morning. Looks like a chance of rain in Bend starting at about 4 o'clock. And uh, overnight lows tonight right around 30 degrees. Let's see about rain in Prineville. Prineville looks like rain off and on throughout the afternoon. And sisters maybe are starting around 2 o'clock. Rain is expected. But overall, pretty darn cloudy. Currently in Bend, it is 36, 36 in Prineville and 28 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Come check out America's locally grown wireless at U.S. Cellular. Visit Cascade Wireless, a U.S. Cellular authorized agent located in Bend, in South Highway 97, in Madras on Highway 97, or in Prineville on Northeast 3rd Street. Robots, we know it. They're going to be kind of taking over certain positions here pretty soon. I mean, they already are in the grocery stores, right? Those self-checkout robotic machines that remind you that you've put something in the bagging area that you shouldn't have. They drive me crazy sometimes, especially when I'm hungry. It's like a bad mix. I should never go through the self-checkout when I'm hungry or when I'm tired. But these robots, um, we've heard about, you know, driverless trucks. So I've got an update for you on that and what Walmart's up to. Also, um, robot reporter rising, like becoming reporters. I just don't know about this. Someone with a journalism background, I just don't know about a reporter writing uh, for the news. But, you know, it's pretty interesting regardless. So we'll talk more about that next as well. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. We've heard of the driverless trucks. This is pretty gosh darn impressive. Walmart is growing their online grocery delivery business and it's using fully driverless trucks. Since August, the company has been operating two trucks without a driver on a seven mile loop each day for 12 hours. Impressive, right? And this, you know, truck doesn't need to stop for a break or need to have a, you know, a lunch, doesn't get tired, doesn't need that coffee at the 2 p.m. time. Um, It looks like this These trucks are doing fine on this seven mile loop. So it makes you wonder, just kind of forecasting for the future, what that'll look like. Uh, But this particular um, realm of where reporters are starting, or where uh, I just gave it away, (laughs) robots are becoming reporters. Have you heard of this? The Miami Herald is 
has just turned over its real estate beat to a robot reporter, to a computer. Um, it's called The Bot, which is programmed with hundreds of everyday real estate phrases, and it's currently turning out four or five short articles a day. But it, but it could potentially turn out a dozen of stories. This thing could take over a reporter's job. Now, as someone who studied broadcasting, this completely crushes my heart. And, you know, when you're in school learning about it, at least when I did at San Francisco State, they, you know, really hone in on uh, the fact that reporters are storytellers. They're out there to get the information and then relay it to the community, to bring the community together. And a lot of that has to do with the person who is in the community. The reporter is in the community. I'm sorry, Mr. Robot. You may know all the terms about real estate and all of the numbers, but as far as your experience in the community and finding compassion and um, relativity and a human interaction, I just don't know about that. I mean, it's it would probably be the most boring research article that you would read, but maybe that's all you need. I don't want to say yes to robot reporters. Robot reporters. I can't even say it anyway. Now, I really don't like spiders. I don't really know a lot of people that do. And it feels like, or it seems like, as the, the nights get cooler, those little creepy crawlers are climbing in somewhere because I'm finding them all over the wall. And we have these cream-colored walls and these big brown spiders are just really easy to spot. Thank goodness, right? But the fact is, is that if they're on the carpet, the carpet is like this really mixed tan brown spotted carpet that if they're in the carpet, can't see them. So anyhow, um, <laughs> I'm giving you way too many details about my nightmares. But this uh, particular guy, I mean, I can relate to him in the fact that he obviously hates spiders. But the fact is, is that he went a little too far by getting rid of these spiders and burnt down his mom's house. We'll talk more about it next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Now, I'm not a fan of spiders. I honestly don't know too many people that are. I don't know anybody that's like, oh, yay, a spider inside of my house. I think everyone's like, no, you don't really belong here and it's time to leave. Um, and in this particular case, this man kind of took it to the extreme. But, you know, I, I, I can understand his effort. Um, he's uh, this 40-year-old guy, his name is John, and he lives in Colorado, and he was over at his mom's house helping her out. Um, she was dealing with a lot of, of spiders coming up from the crawl space below her house, and she just assumed that there was something big underneath the house, something a big cobweb and a, a whole colony of spiders, if they even have those. But she had a spider problem, and so he came over to help her out. He just so happened to use a blowtorch to clear the cobwebs inside the crawl space and naturally it went horribly wrong um he completely burned down his mother's house he says he tried for an hour to put the fire out himself before finally needing to call the fire department police arrived at the scene and also discovered that the man turns out had a court order for a court order barring him from being within 100 feet of the home. But his mother said she had been allowing him to live there because he is homeless. And now so is she. Dun, dun, dun. But also a blowtorch crawl space. I mean, I don't like spiders, but that's one heck of a way to. Uh, uh, he probably got rid of the cobwebs. 
From Pitbull, I feel good. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. If that doesn't get the party started, I think we're out of luck. But uh, one thing also that could get the party started, if you were listening earlier on the show or have been on social media at all today, you saw that Paul Rudd is People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive this year of 2021. And uh, I went ahead and posted, um, Stephen Colbert was the one who announced it last night on his show. And the way he announced it, was phenomenal. It's so good. The skit that him and Paul Rudd um, put together could not be better. It had me laughing so hard this morning and I shared it to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 1077 the beat, or you can just search 1077 the beat. Definitely check it out. Um, It'll make your Wednesday morning even better than it already is. You know, the holidays are right around the corner, whether we like to admit it or not. All the stores have Christmas shelves and, you know, Thanksgiving will be fun. But man, this year it feels like Christmas is creeping in a little quicker. And if you want to get the party started, you can head to some of the bazaars that are happening around Central Oregon. Mountain View Fellowship in Redmond is hosting a bazaar this Friday from 10 a.m. to 7. Art at the High Desert Music Hall in Redmond, Saturday and Sunday, this weekend, November 12th and 13th from 10 to 5. The Old Fashioned Christmas Bazaar, which is happening at Deschutes County Expo Center, Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 6 p.m. The Highland Baptist Church Christmas Bazaar in Redmond is Saturday, 9 a.m. to 4. Um, There's so many different opportunities to get your holiday bazaaring on this weekend. Um, and uh, go say hi to my friends from Ben Laser Lipo. Chelsea's going to be at the Old Fashioned Christmas Bazaar at Deschutes County Expo Center this weekend. Definitely go say hi. This cracks me up. Comedian Josh Johnson's coming up next on your Daily Dose of Laughter. And he's talking about how he accomplished nothing during the pandemic. I'll tell you one thing. I think a lot of us can relate to that. Or we have these like crazy expectations of ourselves. We need to be nicer to ourselves. But I definitely thought I was going to sign up for Masterclass and learn something new on Masterclass. I didn't even look it up. I didn't even go to Google, type in Masterclass. I just thought in my mind, that's exactly how I'm going to spend spend the pandemic and uh, the lockdown at home. Nope, didn't even come close. It's your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. I had a hard time in lockdown. I really did. In quarantine, it was hard because it it made a liar out of me. (laughs) It did. Because I've always said my entire life, if I just had the time, Oh, if I had the time, I'd learn another language. I'd get ripped. I'd learn how to build a house. Turns out, if you lock me in my room for nine months, I won't do any of those things. I would just rather watch TV until I fall asleep in succession. I watched TV and fell asleep so many times that the only way that I knew if I ate was if I woke up with Dorito dust on my collar. That was your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. Tomorrow morning on the show, it's Thursday, so Eric's coming in to join me, and I'm looking forward to catching up with him because I have not told him that I adopted a cat.
from Brightside Animal Center. Um, and uh, he has, him and his wife have two dogs. One of them they've had for some time, and the other one they just got from Street Dog Hero, another fantastic organization in town. And I say just, he's probably getting close to a year old now, but um, I'm really looking forward to telling him all about <laughs> Mr. Stanley, who um, already runs the house. It hasn't even been a week. Um, he loves the windowsills, isn't quite sure about going outside during the day, but at night, that guy wants to go out and have a party. I just am not really quite ready as the new owner to trust him to be okay out there yet when he can't even go out when it's light out. So we're learning, but eventually, yes, he'll be an indoor and outdoor cat. Um, He's eight years old and he's 13 pounds. (laughs) He's huge and he could not be sweeter. So cute. And he purrs on impact. Um, And so I'm really looking forward to catching up with Eric tomorrow morning on the show. Definitely tune in for that. From Naked and May Muller. Plus Polo G, that's Better Days. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Better Days, all the days. Today's going to be a great one. I hope you have a wonderful day. It's going to be like 50 degrees today. It's pretty gorgeous right now. We are expecting rain not until later this evening, right around when the sun sets at 445. How are you getting along with this whole daylight savings thing? Hey, I haven't changed the clock yet on my oven or my microwave, and it's kind of dangerous. You know, the last couple of mornings I've I've woken up being like, you're kidding, right? I'm an hour late? No. I, all I have to do is just press a few buttons. But when you only do it two times a year, you kind of forget how to press those buttons, but then you just got to spend time on it. Anyway, I hope you have a great day, and I can't wait to catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.